All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Tyler Yaremchuk here to tell you I'm fucking disgusting, bro. And I generally stink like piss because I just, I don't wash my hands. I piss on them. I piss on them. I piss on them. Oilers Nation real life. Full of piss. New pod taking the piss. I, I piss on them. I actually piss all over myself. Like, yeah. The hands aren't even the problem. Wow. Piss on them. Piss on them. Oh, oh, somebody drinking their own urine is totally plausible. You can find a way to mix in a pee jar. Full of piss on them. Sometimes I don't even take it out. I just go. I don't wash my hands. I piss on them. Piss on them. Uh, Pat did say he can make us new intros if we give him templates, but he says he saves funny clips of us. In a company that's priding itself on aligning with big brands and multinational tentpole events. Welcome to real life. Welcome to real life. So it's very odd or not odd that BM was just walked in. Uh, so Tyler had to set up the show and Tyler got to pick the intro mm-hmm. and he picked. Have you heard it in a while? His own piss entrance. That makes sense. It does. Welcome back, boys. Yeah. What a weekend. Oh, thank you. Whirlwind. First real life in uh, well, a week, I guess. I, we did have the interview episode that dropped. Chatted with two-time Olympian John Morris. I know none of you would have heard it, um, but the listeners would have. And he talked about condoms in the Olympic Village. Lots of them. Lots of them. So he said in Vancouver, there was like the wild thing about how many condoms were used at that Olympics. And he was like, listen, a lot of the athletes, he said, from less fortunate countries, he goes, I caught a bunch of them basically going and just stuffing handfuls into their bags. And he was like, I think some people just thought they were there to grab. So what, is there just bowls of condoms all over the Olympic village? You get, how many athletes go, how many athletes didn't go to the Olympics? 800. You get that many people that good looking, that in shape. They've been training for years years. with no distractions. They finish off their event. event. They get silver in the luge and And now it's time to bang. Pretty much what it is. Like, yeah, the testosterone uh, is high. But anyways, if you missed that episode, go back and listen to it. John's really good. He's an Oilers fan as well. So had a good conversation there. But we were in Toronto living it up. Living it up. Wow. That was uh there's a lot to unpack from Toronto. First of all, that is like I you you were there for the full extent. I came and Bag Milk came home and Liam came home Friday, super late night after we were kind of done the content piece of it, which was the primary focus. But holy cow, from 8 a.m. until 2 a.m., there was it was go, 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 go. Did you guys, other than doing your content and wicked looking studio, by the way, set up, mm-hmm. noticed a lot of cool things about it. Number one cool thing, sponsor Seagram's VO, another whiskey company. 
on board for a little piece. Oh man. And it's good stuff. <laughs> it was, I saw it there and I'm like, Oh man, we're just, we're going to run through them all. Next is going to be Alberta Preems when they find out what a, no, no, we're going to stick with C. It man. is good. It, it is good. So smooth. Yes. It was, it was very nice. Friday. It went down good. Um, but also like just the, 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 the overall, uh, podcast too, you guys had looked awesome. I noticed that you guys, the forethought to have the different colored led lights for the different colored shows. You know, you had flames nation with the red, you had Oilers nation with the orange or the blue and the orange look good. Man. It's those little touches that keep Alberta premium away and a VO and premium, and the real premium brands, the premium brands yeah. want color changing LEDs. Despite Alberta's premiums name, it is not premium. It's a lower level whiskey, uh, but it looked cool. So other than your guys, content the but did you guys get to go to all the events were you I, around I, the dude, atmosphere of the arena to go to all the events it's so impossible. so when i say all the Every events night, I, there was like six different ones what i mean by events is the on tv experienced events the draft the skills competition the actual all-star game were you guys at I did those events the game. they didn't i uh i went to an uh, it was interesting i went to an event at the hockey hall of fame that was around watching the draft Mm-hmm. So it was like an so a bunch of old NHL alumni uh, were there. Got to cruise around. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame with an open bar. Uh, the way it's meant to be enjoyed. It was, it was, it's very enjoyable. Wait, so the open bar, as in like that front area, right? When you walk in, there's those restaurants. No, there's there's like, like three or four no, different no, in restaurants. The Hall of Fame. There's like three. There's like, the oh, so it was right in there. You didn't have to go back up into the mall. No, I'm in the, I'm in the hall. I'm in the hall hall looking at the Stanley cup, sipping on a brew. Right. That's cool. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm a, just a more beautiful saying little mini, uh, shepherd pie. Oh my God. They were so good. Like crab cake size shepherd like pies. Crab, like a crab cake size shepherd pie. Oh my God. It was so good. Sounds amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I shared. Uh, I shared one with Luke Gaz. What are these? What are these? Oh, Bobby Orr shin pads. Gazler, you're yeah. eating the shepherd's pie. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, from the on TV product, um, was a lot different this season, and I think they did a very good job in most regards. That draft, draft was, was terrible. It was. It's, it was. It, they, they you know, they it, try, yeah. and I get it. You, you got to start somewhere. You put microphones on hockey players. You can't expect a lot. You're not going to expect the banter back Unless and forth. Let them have so, a few brews. So, but here's my, here was my kind of problem here. You've got a celebrity team captain 
for each team. You've got Tate McRae, Michael Buble, Will Arnett, and uh, Justin Bieber. Wow. Wow. How do you go that's last? The that's the How did you have to snap no, no, no. your fingers? Well, he was, okay. But here's my takeaway from it. They were supposed to be the ones that provided the interesting content. Will Arnett is one of the funniest people I know. I, I not like that. I've heard of comedian. I listen to his stuff. I think he may be one of the funniest human beings on earth. Yeah. Justin Bieber is cool. Tate McRae is cool. Michael Buble is like the guy that's like, okay, Michael Buble, he He's was famous. by far the best one. Yeah. He had the most banter. He had the most interaction. Justin Bieber acted like he didn't even want to be there. He no, sat he in the corner. Like he was stoned out of his mind. Is he always like, he, he was on them. Then he did this concert. Sure. He did that pop-up concert or whatever. Surprise concert. His first time performing in two and a half years. Don't say whatever. He was sitting on a stool and looked but like he was greased out is, of his mind. Battling that like get some condition, right? Yeah. He's got Addison's disease or something. What is that? He was playing hockey. So that, that was fine. It was like a balance thing or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to call too much into that. Like if he's got to sit down, he's got to sit down, but he just didn't say anything. He just wasn't talking. And Will Arnett, like, I think it's one of those things where he does a lot of blue comedy and like a lot of his stuff is like in the moment reacting to something. There was not much of that to be had. Plus this is like a family friendly event, right? We we went uh, after the draft. So these guys went for dinner. I went to that hall of fame thing and then Tyler and I hooked up and Liam are you hooked I, up, I, eh? We'll say it. Nice. Yeah, we done. We, I, wanted, I wanted to see hooked what it looked up. like. I wanted to go and learn. We went to the Spit and Chicklets live show. Yeah, cool. Which was just an absolute shit show. And but it's, Will Arnett was there. Yeah. And then you he got wants. to see like a candid. He was he was hilarious. So see funny. when you can say when he can say anything he wants. Yeah, he, yeah. He's like opens it, yeah, it he, opens he, him he, right he, up. He, he, he let her back. He was fucking. What was he stuck. talking about? Anything and everything, the, probably it, things it, you it, probably it, shouldn't it, say. It, no, well, no, you like it's you can not put like context. Came, it's not you know, but it's not like he came there with uh, prepared bits. Prepared bits. He was just any any his one liner. His observational one liners. Observational, just so yeah, fun, just, like just so cut good the guys down. Like he was just there and just like exacted his comedic dominance over <laughs> the crew. Yeah, right. So just like funny one liners, it could be whatever. But uh, yeah, no, he was funny, and he. Uh, I wish he was on there longer. To be honest. Yeah, the rest of it was kind of all right, but yeah. Arnett was really, really funny. I, I sat next to Terry Ryan Sr., mm-hmm. uh, Taran Sandwith, who's from Edmonton, you might know him, and the goalie in Shorzy. Yeah, I forget his name. The guy who's the goalie in Shorzy. Like in the crowd? Right beside yeah. Like, was this whole thing just a bunch of, like, were, that sounds like a bunch of names in one little area. Was it just names you knew no, everywhere? I was just in the row where there was names. Oh, okay. Because I guess Frank got me tickets, and he got them from Biz. Oh, good. So I was in the that alley. Uh, because by myself, because Tyler and them were in different seats, but yeah, no, it was, it was what you thought it was going to be, but it was just interesting to see kind of like what a, sh- a live show was like a thousand people in the theater and pausing so, for laughter or taking questions or what is it? Yeah. So do they have Not a structure really, to their no, live no. show or do they just go out there like, and just start winging I, it? I think they go out there with a structure and it's just mayhem within seconds and it's them yelling at the crowd, the crowd yelling at them. Like, it's just like, it was just fucking mayhem. So they start the show. It's like all black and theater can't see anything. They do like this wrestling style intro. They're like, oh, now time for the moment you've been waiting for the number one hockey podcast in the world. And then the lights turn on and it's just American Friedman sitting on the couch. Like 32 <laughs> thoughts. And they're just going <laughs> That's actually very funny. Yeah. You got to see a side of like American Friedman that you don't yeah, really see. Which yeah. It's funny. like, yeah. Like, yeah, it was, you got to see them. You know, it was a really funny be, thing. Be dudes. Yeah. Well, speaking of the spit checklist guys, we saw 
Whitney and Hunter embrace. He's back. That might be a kiss of death for us, though. He's he he's, hasn't announced that he's back. He's when he's on our side, he's not. Uh, we don't. It doesn't always go well for yeah, us. And why, he he's aware of that. Yeah, he's aware. You're talking about Whit Dog. Yeah, he's yeah, aware of that. No, I don't yeah. think anything can Pass. derail where the Oilers are starting tomorrow. I just think it's another hell of a February. Anyways, watch party at Greta tomorrow night as the Oilers look to tie the NHL record win streak. Yeah. So you went to that. Event. Yeah, went to that and then, and then we went to uh, uh well met up with a crew for drinks and then we went to another after party that was an event of one of our sponsors that they were holding okay so listen i don't we do these things where i ask you questions and then you guys act coy like drop fucking names of who you guys talk to i want to know who'd you meet who'd you talk to uh, at these Kutrov events Kutrov walked in on me taking a piss nice uh, nice Igor Shesterkin and kirill caprice there we go here we go now we're talking end. What's that? How's that joke end? Uh, the joke ends. Yeah, they drank half of a rum and coke and left. Oh, that was it. That was. Oh, they whole actually game. walked into a bar. They actually walked. Oh, into I a thought bar. there was a setup. No, for a bit. <laughs> no, you actually saw Kucherov walk into a bar. Watch Kucherov walk into a bar. He walked oh, into the bathroom. Like and Shesterkin and who? And uh, Kaprizov, of course. Yeah. If we're gonna talk Kucherov. Skills competition. Yeah. Kind of, kind well, of didn't, didn't, didn't put his best foot forward, so which is he fine. Was, he was banged up. He was, well, he was I was going to say, he was he, that was what he looked like. So I think what kind of happened was he did bad. He tried hard in his first event of the day and do good in it. And I think after that, when the crowd is booing him, he didn't do good in the first one. I think he was like, I'm going to play into this a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then decided to really do whatever the hell he did for the rest of it. Well, right. he, so he, it's a good moment though. Like it was funny to, to watch it. He, Clearly gave up, but you know, two people who didn't give up and had bad moments in that NHL star skills competition, Matt Barzell, do you not know how to do a saucer pass? He was flicking. Oh. He's the only guy that couldn't roll it from fucking heel to toe and put it over this thing and sauce it in. It was painful. He was the flicking nerves, it. Man. It wasn't nerves. He legit looks like he doesn't know the proper technique to do a sa- Go watch the tape. I was there. He was flicking it. I know. And he couldn't get in. Second, second, Leon. Oh, Leon versus Leon, 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 Leon. He's not a skills competition but that's, guy. That's the thing. When you miss like four of the targets and now you just, you're like, I'm not winning this. And then it's you over. start to kind of grip and you start to not try. They don't care. Then it kind of just it yeah. goes from bad to worse. Right. Yeah. Um, but Connor's like, I am winning this goddamn thing. I'm really glad who went first in the target shooting. They started too early. Um, they didn't. Oh. They didn't blow the whistle. But Dougie Gilmore made him a oh, game of pass. Kucherov. It was Kucherov. It was Kucherov, and he went three for three. Yeah. And I was just like, if he doesn't go three for three again, I'm gonna be like, feel so bad for him because yeah. he was lighting it up. Uh, that was some takeaways. But yeah, Leon, man. But the, other than that, I mean, the skills competition. The other takeaway I had from it was David Amber. They kept talking about how you know, okay, this is a new skills competition. It was help designed by the players, especially Connor McDavid, you know, to get a better interaction, a better product on TV. NFL did the same thing. And at the very end, when Connor wins the thing, he just won his million dollar prize. And David Amber's first question was, you know, you just won your skills, skills competition that you helped design. And Connor's just like, no, don't say, Jesus, don't say that. Like almost like the fix is in so type I, of thing. I, I, and on the topic of David Amber uh, earlier that day um, at this sponsorship X thing that we were a part of, it ended with Gary Bettman coming to do uh, a, a panel talk with Marty Walsh, who's the head of the PA facilitated by David Amber to kind of just amplify the, the announcement around Olympics and the, the best on best tournament, yada, yada, yada. 
and he does a Freudian slip because like they're they're so buddy buddy on the panel, right? And they're supposed to be like they're, they got Amber and Batman, Batman and Marty Walsh. Walsh. Oh, Walsh! Like, yeah. Obviously, they they got to be collaborative, but you know they're representing two completely different sure, interests. Sure. Uh, but they're sounding so like buddy buddy on it, and then it slips out of Amber's uh, mouth that they're colluding. Oh, and then like, oh, oh, sorry, that was like, like, totally, like, felt bad. And he said, like, oh, that's my wrong choice of words, and like, Batman kind of like gave him a poke after. Anyways, that was funny. Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, the, so the same thing there. It's same kind of thing, right? It reminded me of if you guys remember the Office when Jim is now a co-manager and he does the uh, employee of the month, uh-huh, yeah. and it's the very first one, and J- and Dwight rigs it so that Dwight or the, so that Jim yeah. wins it, and then like there's a cake that shows up, and like he gets the money, and the whole office just like what you did this whole event so that you could win it, like what? and that's exactly how I felt. Like Connor was get, was sitting there going like Jesus, like this is this looks so bad. Did you but see? He was far and away. I'm so glad that like his skill level was as dominant in everything he did. He didn't just win it. He crushed people. That relay race where they had to do, he went out there and just, he looked so much different. His, his tight, his tight turns. He's got the Mamba mentality right now. He's chasing 17. So Cal McCarr goes first and you see him do the backwards pivots and you're like defense smooth as silk. Then you see Connor do it. And then you see all the other forwards go and you just can tell like how not as smooth they are at those backward pivot crossovers where they're like kind of having to set the puck and then do their crossover and then pick the puck back up as opposed to doing it like in a fluid motion. Right. It's just like, that showed Kale McCarr's dominance in just his skating ability mm-hmm. front to back. But then the rest of it was just Connor looked like head and shoulders better than anybody else that did that. Did you see the race footage on Instagram of the other players overlaid on top yeah. of him? That was so cool. He that makes is up cool. all his time on the those corners. On the course. Because you see, stop. he accelerates because, in yeah, and out of them. Those, like, those guys, like Which Matt. You watch Mar- F1 is a no no. Matt Barzell probably took two maybe three crossovers around the net. McDavid had about six or seven. Doesn't stop. Like he just, because he can control that. Right. It's, it's incredible to watch like that. So that, I'm glad he tried in this one. Now, like the next one, he'll probably just like, huh? Like, you know, he said that it's been set. He's gone. He's done it. Like, and I just love how he did it. And he loved how he did it in Toronto. And I loved his like little, uh, interview he did after where he's like talking about how Oilers fans travel well. And he's can't wait for Tuesday, big game. Mm -hmm. Like, Fuck yeah, Connor. Like you just fucking dominated. Yeah. He, he was, he dominated the He's week. A fucking I, and that's why, that's he why he is such a good Edmonton oiler for doing what he did there. Yes. Yeah. Like I, the skills come one, but then saying what he said and doubling like, fuck yeah, Connor. I thought that he'd Thank back you. it up with a win in that, in the three on three final, but Matthews was just yeah, really good. Anyways, Matthews but, had to win but it was good one. hockey. Like that's the thing. It was fun to watch. Yeah. I, I know it's like, so in the three on three game, they, a lot of times if something breaks down on like a rush, they'll go back out to the blue line and they'll get a new rush started. Yeah. But in this one, they kind of just like held the zone, tried to work it around. Right. To, to no avail because these are NHL players, right? Like yeah. the, the three defenders are going to be really good at it. So that was what a little bit different was in that. But, um, I thought the on ice product between the skills competition and the NHL star game was head and shoulders better than 
stuff I had seen in the past. Yeah, big improvement. Big improvement. Yeah. And Anyways, the goalies. The city was fucked. Yeah, I, I got to say the goalies were like, they Trying. obviously, they weren't as much a part of the actual uh, skills competition as they normally are. So they came out for that relay, the, the, the like, you know, five, seven puck, whatever they ended up doing. But like your first five pucks are all worth one point. If you come out to the blue line, those ones are worth two. They were dominant in that. Yeah. And it almost seemed like the the players didn't want to do any of like the always hockey type of like shit that they know they could do, which would have been a lot more fun. But like, we're was it trying. that they just didn't want to show them up? No, because no, no, no. you're clocked, man. You don't have time to be putting the puck up on your stick and doing yeah, it's whatever. It's a volume game. That, that must have been so exhausting for the, and the goalies. Yeah. Because in that minute, they probably did 20 breakaways. Breakaways. Yeah. Yeah. Like that I was, was surprised so the strategy because there was the five pucks wor- worth one. I was waiting for a player to go up there and just shoot, rifle shoot, shoot, all, shoot, shoot, all five, just <laughs> rifle all five and go right to the two pointers yeah. and then just start going to that. That would have made way not more a bad sense strategy. That would be next year. Yeah. Like people, it'll evolve. People will get smart and they'll have to reform it. We probably won't get another All Star game until 2027. Years. Yeah. So this is. Like what? Why? Other than oh. the Nations Cup, man. Four, four Nations Cup next year. Four Nations face Olympics. off. Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, that's fine. An All Star. Explain to me Four Nations Cup. So they want to do best on best hockey, <laughs> but, but they only want to include four countries. Because did you roll your eyes because you don't want best on best hockey? No, I do. I do. I, oh, do. Okay. I think that tournament's pointless. Really? But it's so. so explain. Maybe. Hold on. Hold on. We'll explain it. Okay, so it's Canada, USA, Sweden, and Finland. They're going to play in a tournament between Boston and Montreal apparently, according to Frank. And it's going to be, you play every team once and then the two best teams in the round robin meet in the final. And they want best on best hockey, but they're trying to put this thing together in a year. So it's tough to make it a big, big tournament because logistically that's hard. You can't include Russia right now. And Sweden and Finland said the federations, if you include Russia, we're out. So you had to draw a line there. And then I guess it was just kind of like, ah, since it's going to be NHL kind of sanctioned, all the players who play in it have to be under NHL contract. So, like, if you include Czech, you don't have enough. Can you do it? Can't include Germany. They should have done a fifth team. They should have done a European team. Yes, I agree. And then still you can do the no no Russia thing. The catch-all. Then that way you can get the Kopitars of the world. Pasternak's and Dreisaitl's, yeah. But that's the tournament. You don't like it, though. No, I think it's pointless. Right, but I think it's getting us back to a Canada Cup type of uh, a yeah, tournament every ish, year, but it's which not. was something that. But and it's mid-season. It's like weird. Like it's yeah, is that better than an all-star game a, for the game? If okay. Connor McDavid gets if they hurt try at a pointless hard. tournament in a playoff stretch, I'm going to be pissed. But the NHL yep. got their money. I agree. Got their money. I agree with that. But the NBA had a similar thing this season where they but, did but, an in-season. But, but those games count as the regular season, though, don't they? Right. In-season it was totally games. different. Yes, it was in-season. It was totally different structure, but. Everybody that said this thing is pointless, changing the floors is dumb. Uh, guys aren't going to care. They were proved wrong. Mm-hmm. They did care. It was cool. Oh, I think the four and, countries will care. And I bet you the, the hockey will be good. Yeah. The injuries, and of injuries course. Still like I'm excited for the Olympics and injuries can happen, but like I can, like there was well, at least a, it's the Olympics. There was one rush it's Connor had a tournament in the three on three. No point at all where he went really hard to the net. And I was like, people are tired right now. Like he, so I mean, Injuries are. I think what they should have done. Frank kind of had a similar idea, but mine was the best part of this is the rivalry of Canada, USA, Finland, Sweden, and promoting that. I would have liked instead of a round robin tournament, a best of three between Canada and Finland, or sorry, Canada, USA, and a best of three between Sweden and Finland, and then the winners meet in a final. Where are the big hockey countries? Where's Northern Ireland? (laughs) Where's Burkina Faso? Where's Lagos? We're just going to pretend it doesn't exist. Bullshit. Tony Hand is spinning in his grave. 
He's not dead. Burkino uh, Faso. Career is uh, yeah, 30 years long. Yeah, they have half of an arena. But yes, other than the Four Nations Cup, obviously the big news is that the NHL players are going back to the Olympics, which was the best thing oh, to come out of All-Star Weekend. That is so good. It is so amazingly good. And immediately you had TSN putting out like potential you know, Canadian teams. And it's... Still not for two years. Are you I am Friedman super jacked on about his it. Team. Yeah, oh yeah. Freeman had Nuge on his team. 26. I'd forgot they'd so shut it down Hyman? in Beijing. Well, I'd had, well, I don't. Yeah. But eh? Such a weird no, no, No Darnell Nurse on any on anybody's team. Stuart Skinner. Stuart Skinner's on the team. We're a little light at goaltending. I don't mind telling you because. Especially when every other country like has one or two superstars or three superstars. And Canada has zero superstars. They're developing 2026. Skinner may have a Vesna or two under his belt. We don't know. Jack Campbell's international game is. I I got a question too that I haven't looked into, but Aiden Ross obviously came out of nowhere in the, in the, who is his name? Aiden, Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill. Isn't Aiden Ross the guy oh, 21 Aiden Savage Ross burned is the dude with from, <laughs> Ah, shit. That's the streamer guy. Well, he's all over my feed right now because he's the Playboy Cardi was going to do an hour and only showed up for 10 minutes. Get out of my and face. 21 Savage burned him in a game of cards with Mark no, cards. Yeah, that, but that was, yes. And yeah, they were literally gambling on his stream with 21 Savage. Yeah. And the chat was like, dude, he's cheating. Those cards are marked. But Aiden Ross wasn't really keeping up with it. So and when... Playboy or when 21 Savage like won all this money, I think like half a million dollars and left. I know. I don't believe this, but then Aiden Ross starts looking at the cards on the screen and they're literally scratched on the top. And 21 comes over. He's looking too. He's like, Oh, and what does it have to do with the Olympics? So Aiden, (laughs) no, it doesn't. Aiden Hill. I got a question about this guy. Cause he came out of nowhere in the Stanley cup finals, right? Uh, In the second round, in the the second round playoffs, playoffs, in the Stanley cup finals being the whole playoffs. Yeah. Normally when a guy's this good, this quick, you know him from like world juniors or something, but like, where has he's, this he's person from Airdrie, been? Alberta. Great. Where's he been? Why hasn't he been on like world junior teams? Uh, like, he's 27. He's up. So with, exactly. So this is an interesting story. He's 27. Where was this person? Where did he come from? And why now is he maybe the top Canadian goaltender out there? He bounced around a bit. San Jose, Phoenix. Yeah, then, just never got a shot is what kind of what I'm getting, yeah, what I'm hearing. If there and, and he's in that, if there if there's going to be, well, there will be at some point another goalie fight. He is a strong candidate. He's big, isn't fight. he? And he's feisty. Yeah, maybe him and Stu will go. Who did he have like go by his net that he tripped and they went to the boards and they all fucked up? I don't know. He's hockey guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Fuck yeah, they know. This isn't about Aiden Ross. I'm tuning out of this podcast. Or something. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't know nothing about no Aiden Hill. It's a hockey podcast. I no. will say Team USA also looks very frightening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be frightening, but they're also American. That so. goaltending, <laughs> Kachuk brothers, Hughes brothers. Boom. That's cool. So that's the Hughes can do some damage in international ice. Oh, it won't be. Oh, yeah. No, it'll be internationalized. Nope. They're saying uh, it's being built in an NHL size. The rink for the Olympics. So bag milk, you got winners and losers coming out of the all-star break winner. Buble easy. Yeah. He that's an easy one. Entertaining thing. Although in the mailbag, it was interesting. Gregor was like, this is an event for kids. And you have a guy saying he's high on zoomers the whole time is probably not the best look, but he didn't do it at the event. It would be my counterpoint to Gregor. He did it in the press conference. Hey, so. I'm with you. I thought it was the most interesting yeah. thing in an NHL press conference. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. Um, he was easy winner. The draft itself, the player draft sucked. The last four players being picked via cards, no yeah. loser. 
or last pick annoying. Uh, I thought that the skills competition was better. Probably the best it's been in a while. I thought okay. the game itself was probably the best it's been in a while. They're never going to give a hundred percent, but ultimately they gave 50. Yep. Probably. Maybe even North and 50, maybe the 60. goalies were great. So the tempo like, level from the first half to the second half of the final game between team up. McDavid and it got, it was way quicker. Yeah. That was cool to me. Like they wanted to win. And then when they meet in the final, I always forget the last game of the all-star game is always good. Cause in the first game, there's a little bit of those players. That's like, if we lose, we get to pack up early, get on the PJ a little quicker. Like, let's go. I feel like once you win that first game, you get to the second game and it's like, well, okay, well, we got to play, play it anyways. Hey, we're here doing this anyways. We might as well win it. Well, yeah. you you know, McDavid wants to win it. So Matthews can't and Matthew wants to win it because Beebs is his boy. Yeah. Well, after Matthew scored that one goal, Connor came out and looked like he was a man on a mission. Yeah. yeah. And you know, Tate McCray wants to teach Joe Bluth a lesson. Mm-hmm. So the beef between those two are. Who? Job. Will Arnett. That's his, oh, that's his character from Rest of Development. Joe Bluth? Yes, yeah. I do know that. You ever watch that? There's money in the banana stand. When I, I see him, like there's some people whose roles I think just embody who they are in my mind. I just see Joe Bluth at the All-Star yeah. game like he's about to do magic oh. at <laughs> any moment. I, ha- I can't. It's like Kramer being at the All-Star game. It's he's, Kramer. He, I would say that that character is on the Mount Rushmore of TV characters yes. along with like Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah. Heisenberg, obviously from Breaking Bad, Walter White. We got Michael Scott is the biggest head on Mount Rushmore. Joe Bluth. Round it out with your top five. Do you oh, watch man. Arrested Development? Homer yeah, Simpson. I love Arrested Development. So I'm funny, just, man. Joe. I, I think you got to do is like, because Joe wasn't the star, I think. Oh, he became it. But like, if <laughs> as secondary characters go, then you would go like Job, Dwight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kramer. I, I, Kramer. Because he's not Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, my favorite Arrested Development moments are basically all Tobias moments, though. Oh, oh the best. Oh. <laughs> He's when he joins the Blue Man group. Tobias DK. Oh. <laughs> and there's yeah. that one clip where him and Lindsay are talking about marriage counseling, and he goes, People are just delusional to think it'll work, but it might work for us. <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't, man. That he is, yeah, that's that good. is a really, that's really a good, good call. He goes, when he thinks he's going to the method acting class, but it's a methadone clinic. <laughs> <laughs> he is fucking amazing. Uh, that show was so yeah, well written. I know, man. It, it oh. never got well, it got its props, but not the full props. Like the fact that they had the wherewithal just to say, like, they they lost their private jet, and the only thing they could keep was the stair, the stair truck. And so, the no, only no, they had all their cars, the only, yeah, so yeah, the, the only, only vehicle they owned. Keep was the stair was truck. a stair truck yeah. to a private. Uh, this ties into other current event stuff. R.I.P. Carl Weathers. Yeah, oh, but Creed so good in that show too. And his cameo when he's the acting coach and Tobias gives him like eleven his last eleven hundred dollars. And Carl Weathers just keeps being like, "You want acting advice? This one time when I was doing like this movie, I saved my per diem. I didn't spend my per diem once. What I would do is go to the back of the restaurant, get a chicken bone. Now you got yourself a stew." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good old. Yeah. Somebody I didn't said, realize he was a BC lion. Yeah. Did you not? Did you, you knew he Last was year. Apollo Creed, right? I knew he was Apollo Creed. And you also I, knew I, that I he was he in the NFL. I didn't, he was Chubbs from Billy Madison. I, I saw, mean, Abby Gilmore. I saw some like Hudson's Bay ads from his time with BC lions online where he's like wearing a suit and shit. Like he was getting, getting paid. Oh, so good. God, he's jacked. Awesome as Apollo Creed mm-hmm. on your Mount Rushmore of Let boxing us, people. Jomers? A boxing people. Apollo Creed? A boxing character. Oh, yeah. Movies? Oh, he's Robert up there. Lang. He's up there. 
pretty much they're all Rocky characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Drago. then, yeah. And he's got to be number one, right? That's a crazy Hulk fuck. Hogan. He, as a kid, legitimately scared me. And Drago? I thought, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I thought that all Russians were like the toughest people in the world because of that guy. If he dies. He dies. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> that was like his only line in the whole movie. That's all you need. And that's when Bridget. I break uh, you. Moynihan came no, out. No, not Moynihan. No, no, no. Uh, oh, Flavor Bar- Flav. What's her name? Flavor, yeah. Bridget. Wilson. Mo- no. Wilson. Uh, Was it Wilson? I think it might be right. Bridget Wilson. I don't know. Was it Wilson? That's when she. I don't remember, but yeah. Better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember with Flavor of Love? God, that was a terrible no, show. No, but you know where they met? Was Big Celebrity Big Brother. Wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah they, it, was a, it was a spinoff. Flavor Flav. Well, to wrap up. Did you? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Flavor Flav plays like nine instruments. Do you know this? I did not know if he was that musically gifted. Yeah, dude. Like I saw him playing the piano. He's like, I won't say he's like classically good, but like he can full on play. He's a prodigy. He just danced with the clock around his neck most of his career. <laughs> and crazy to and see yelled him. Flavor Flav. Yeah. Flavor Because they're like, oh, would you like me to play concert level piano? No. Can you yell Flavor Flav with a clock and wear a Viking helmet? That's what people like. All right. <laughs> Uh, can I tell you all the famous people I saw in the club? This is go. what I want to know. This it. is what we're talking about. So go to this NHL event where Nelly Furtado played sneaky amount of bangers. And you thought but that Nelly it was Nelly. Was sneaky amount you of thought bangers? it was. Yeah, and I was shocked. Yeah, great amount like, of bangers. Well, because when she was big, I would have been like. Doesn't matter. You know, you still heard her shit, man. I know. But I just, she I made for- some good music. I forgot. Also, apparently she's dating PK Subban. What? No. Oh, that was the rumor. Wow. She came back because of Drake. Hey, she never wanted to be seen from or heard from again. And Drake was doing some sort of OVO fest or something and like went hard to get Nelly Furtado to come out and like basically talked her out of retirement. So Amazing. the fact that she's there, good for her. Yeah. She's hosting the Junos. Anyways, yes. So I thought I was going to see Nelly, Nelly, not Nelly Furtado, which was funny. That's uh, false advertising. Go on. Yeah. Uh, so he did that. Anyways, I'm going to this NHL after party, standing in line to, to get into this club. Max Kerman from the Arkells, right behind me in Your line. Your boy, did you my talk to guy. Him? I did. Yeah. I said, "Hey, Max," and he kind of looked at me. I was like, "I was like, I interviewed you once on Oilers Nation." He's like, "You did." What was your name again? I'm like, "It's all good. It's Don't all worry good. about it. Don't I'll leave you alone." Yeah, Joe fan. He didn't yeah. talk to you after. No, we just chatted for a bit in line oh. and then went in. Uh, go inside, standing upstairs in this club. Look, Chris Pronger's there. Ryan Reeves is there. A um, couple other like behind the scenes NHL people were there. The guy who owns the score was there. What's the kid name? or the dad? The dad, the older one. Oh, John, John Levy. Yeah. Kim Jong-il. <laughs> nope. Um, he can't hurt us. We're in Edmonton. Oh, uh, he, he got fuck you money now, though. Yeah. The score? Oh, yeah. Who'd they sell to? Penn again? Penn. Penn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Morgan Riley and Tessa Virtue were there. Mm, so I was wearing couple. I was wearing this hoodie. And I felt very self-conscious about it because almost everyone else in there, I thought I was just going dressed to, up. Yeah. yeah. I thought you I wore a hoodie to an NHL VIP event. I thought I was, oh, I, would. I thought I was just going to the Nelly Furtado concert and that was chill. You, you mean, thought you were going to the Nelly either, concert. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So the I just wore this hoodie. Where the same lunatics at? You wore apple bottom jeans <laughs> and yeah, the Air Force you were, ones. He thought, <laughs> he thought he was legit. He, he, I love it. How you put it on the group. I thought we were going to see the rapper Nelly. Nope. <laughs> 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 So I'm in this club. Everyone's wearing suits. There's like whatever, a bunch of rich people around me. And I'm wearing a Sherwood. Good man. At the all-star game. Hold your ground. You're looking sharp. So So wait a minute. You wore that two nights ago? I washed it when I got home. Wow. That's efficient. I know. I really wanted to wear it again. It's my new favorite. It's a cool shirt. Um, 
So I'm standing there kind of self-conscious talking with my pal, Yoakum from Betway. Yes. And he goes, buddy, when I was like younger and we'd go to clubs and we had connections to get in, he goes, we would intentionally wear track suits because then people would look at us and go, how are they so important that they could get in here wearing Smart. tracksuits? So he was like, this is a great move by you. You're he goes, playing chestnut checkers. Yeah. So he told me that. And then Morgan Riley showed up wearing an old, like beaten down Blue Jays hat and an old hoodie. And Yoakum was like, ah, see, I told you. Yeah. He was like, most important guy in the club wearing a hoodie. Um, so that was funny. Morgan Riley was there. Pronger, Ryan Reeves, uh, a guy who was in his mid seventies wearing an all white and gold tuxedo of course nice. with a handful of 20 some year old women gold around member. him. Yeah. I had no idea who he was, but I just couldn't take my eyes off him the whole night. It was great. Huffing a vape too. I was like, this guy runs the place. Doesn't oh. he? Um, Rosie got me on the vape. On the vape. <laughs> I think it was delicious. The cherry vape. What? Or the great vape. Which is clouds of watermelon what? everywhere. <laughs> So I ended up being in this Gross. club until like, I know, I know, I regret it. Until but like fucking, three in the morning. Tyler had Zins, but he kept keeping his hotel room the whole fucking time and never in social settings. You didn't say that once because I was shaking down boss man for his Zins. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had tins are still in my backpack now. Uh, uh, that's, that's a common uh, excuse. Uh, so we're standing there. It's three in the morning. Music's still playing. Club's getting a little bit quieter. And there's this guy and his two buddies and they're dancing. And the one guy just dips his head under the bar, like the physical bar, and just projectile vomits. What? So much right onto the floor and dips his head back up and just gets right back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pro. Rally. That guy's a pro. pro. And then his. So I am like me to Jay away from him when he does it. So oh. I'm like, this is disgusting. I need to move. But it's still kind of packed. I can't really move. Point to the people I'm with. I'm like, that guy just yacked. Like, we got to go. He's now dancing and just in his own vomit, like stirring yeah. it around. Oh. Yeah, I got to keep his it going. buddies come over and don't notice. So now Slip they're fall. No, no, they're Damn still it. just like dancing in his vomit. So everyone is dancing in this guy's vomit. Yeah. And then servers start going by oh. and they don't notice. If, if there was a sub theme to the all-star weekend is that a lot of people were puking. How much fucking street vomit did we have to navigate? Every, like every fucking every, seriously street vomit. People be partying. It was fucking wild. Anyways, carry on. That was the whole thing. And then it started to smell. And that's when I was like, it almost like sobered me up where I'm smelling vomit. I was like, it's three in the morning. I got to be up in five hours. I got to go. And that's when I eventually pulled the plug on the night is when I watched a man dance in his own vomit. <laughs> But that's got, Toronto. But you made the you got shawarma that that night. Got shawarma that night. It went past the belly busters. I got too excited. Yeah, I, I don't regret our choice. Though. I don't regret it. Any notables at the food place? I just I would love to see like an NHL player like at three in the morning just eating a doner or a shawarma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Sheldon Surrey. Oh, for saying an Edmonton doner is better than poutine in Montreal. Well, oh, Lord's work. Mm-hmm. Once in Oilers. Did you uh, say that Morgan Riley is dating Tessa Virtue? I think they're secret. I think they're mayor. They, they secret secretly mayor. got married. Yeah. Can oh, we go then back to PK Subban and Nelly Furtado? Yeah, we got to. I believe that. Search that. I would too. I, th- I think he just posted something about being on stage with Nelly Furtado. PK's he was on game, stage man. at the concert. PK's got game. PK's. Are they dating? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. See, this is why. Do you guys when, see Gretz anywhere? When Drake calls you, Jay, out of retirement and you're a songstress, you do you it. Take the call. Speaking, you know who else was seen this weekend who looked fantastic with Celine Dionna's at the Grammys. Oh, awesome. She was there big. They're like, we have a huge reveal. You won't even believe it. Cause remember she's very ill. She was there. She looked fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Love Celine Dion, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Another thing about the Grammys last night, best duet 
in the last 10 years. Oh, I need to watch oh, it. Man. I need Who to watch it? it. It was good. Tracy okay. Chapman and Luke Combs doing so Fast Car, and she is amazing. I, I, awesome. I got to watch it. She's so incredible. I, watch I watched it, it again this morning. It was fantastic. You, you, I love anybody on the stage with Luke Combs awesome. probably loses the voice battle. But she doesn't. She fucking. She's the voice. She is so Their good. Their interplay was good. The back and forth. She doesn't was great. even look like she's trying. I just fucking loved it. I thought I, I just. You get mesmerized by certain things, like right? She hasn't performed in a while, right? She's a recluse. She's no, like she didn't even like. Like that was the whole thing. Was I said? I'm like, I wonder what they did to she lives say in to her compound. to get her in here because she didn't want to do this kind of stuff. Yeah, she lives in a compound with like family members and like musicians. And I, I maybe finally because that song's been covered a lot of times. Yes, maybe finally someone did it justice, well and she's like, so you I have earned I, my well the Grammys too. Like yeah. it's a pretty. Big I'm on record on this podcast as saying like, if you're not going to do a song better than the original, don't fucking do it. Especially not a classic like Fast Car. And people look like, to this podcast I, for that sort of. Rule, I love I Luke Combs, but he, I was against the fact that. He did it. Uh, he did a good job of it. No, he did. And but he explains it before the duet. He, they say to him, and he's like, "Listen, I didn't care. It's would have been my favorite song since I was a kid." He's like, "I didn't care what anybody thought. It was the only song I wanted to redo, and I did it for me." And I really don't. And I was like, "Yeah, no, I respect that." Have you ever heard it. a redo of a song, Chalmers, and been shocked to find out it was actually an original song before? Yes. I have Tennessee whiskey by Chris Stapleton Oh, is a remake of an old George Jones song aptly named Tennessee whiskey. Oh, I should hope so. Hurt. That's a good song. Yeah. And it's completely different. Hurt. But I, 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 I think Johnny Cash redoing Johnny Hurt Cash redo in that different way. Song? Yeah. Is, oh, is probably the greatest of the redos. I think so, so. good. Yeah. I couldn't believe that was a nine inch nails song. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, not a bad one, just not my not type of music, but like Johnny Cash is, is just powerful it's such Bless a also, amazing song killing me softly you know the story behind johnny cash was that he like like trent reznor of nine Inch nails was trying to find all these people to redo certain songs and he went to johnny cash and johnny cash was like not famous like just in he pulled the bait and switch kind of a reckless cast had a plan yeah you're not gonna cover me i'm gonna cover you huh? so yeah johnny cash album together didn't they after uh, I don't that think so. Johnny Cash back with Trent Reznor producing it. No, but it was just that song. It was just that song. And Johnny Cash didn't want to do it at first. And he was kind of like, you know, I really think this is perfect for you. And they did it. And it basically gave Johnny Cash like one last like song for all time before oh, he, he passed away. Legend, he yeah. was a legend, but he was, it was it had faded. I mean, not a lot of people were talking about Johnny Cash before that song. I just oh. thought it was, yeah, pretty interesting. Tell the Johnny Cash Museum in Nashville, Tennessee that. I don't just tell him. I don't want to call him right now. Not, did I not. insist you phone. I insist. <laughs> there was a dark period of Johnny hey. Cash's career. Ah, Admit it. I'll bet you anything. Ticket sales went up a lot after he did hurt. When you've been around as yes, long as Johnny Cash, sir, you are correct. You have like decades that go shitty. Then you come back like Ozzy. Ozzy had like 15 years of nothing. Then he comes back. That guy was in the game for like 50 years. It's yeah. crazy. All right. We do got to step aside for a quick break. But first, this episode is brought to you by DoorDash for a limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. All you need to do is download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NATION25. Dash that for the win. Maybe you want to take advantage of the Double Dash feature. Mix a couple of restaurants with no extra delivery fees when you add it to the same order. It is quite the feature. You and your significant other, you and some buddies sitting around watching the game, 
and someone wants burritos, someone wants pizza. You can get them both now with the Double Dash feature. All right, we'll be back after a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, back on the Real Life Podcast. Uh, tomorrow, the Oilers will go for their record-tying 17th straight victory. Seems relatively substantial. Um, seems interesting that we didn't talk about it for the first 40-ish minutes of our hockey podcast. This is what we're really good at. What didn't we talk about? Real stuff. Uh, the Oilers going for an NHL record winning streak tomorrow. To tie an NHL record. Mm-hmm. You know what Game I've learned, Chalmers, during this winning streak? People get way more mad about shit than they get commensurately happy about good shit. So when we were losing games earlier in the season and we had to fire coach Woody rest in power, people were way more into it because it was bad news than when you win 16 games in a row. Watching Oilers Twitter, people legitimately, we won 16 games like, yeah, but who have they been beating? Like there isn't an equally like jubilant crowd right now of Oilers fans. What do you think that is? People like bad news. That's why the me- is it the media's fault that everything's bad news or is that what people actually want to read? When I do... When I build a house and I ask the people, how's the house? They don't tell me about the 150 great things about the house. They tell me, you know what? Maybe we should have done this in this room. I think people are just attracted to negativity. I think so. <laughs> you know what? The backsplash toilet that I chose isn't the best. And I think we should have done something different. And I go, yeah. Wouldn't you think other fans would be slightly more jubilant having won 16 games in a row? You think they're not right now? I don't get that. I I I mean, it's not as loud online. I I don't see it. Is there a part? What? Even after like, like, like before all-star break? I kind of worry about jinxing it, talking about it Like in between games and shit, you don't see like. like, Even if it ends at 16, like hell of a fucking run. Bag Milk, you superstitious about it in a way where you're a little superstitious to talk about it? Yeah, you. What kind of underwear are you wearing tomorrow? Are you wearing anything to try None to manifest? It? Zero. I'm gonna bet he's been Winnie the Pooh. he's been Winnie the Pooh in it every game day since the streak yep, started. That's right. Dicks out for Harambe. Whoa. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Harambe. What does he have to do with this? Hey, he has to do with a lot of things. <laughs> Everything changed since that day. That's true. I changed. That that's when we w- got knocked off our axis of goodness. I think it's there's a, someone should do 
some some deep deep dive research on that. Remember back in the day when all you had to worry about was Harambe? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Simpler time. I know. There was a lot going on. There was a lot fucking going on. Not a lot of Harambe. But see, I mean, like, what... We just brought it up, and nobody is clamoring to talk about it. I, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to do That's I mean, me like, kind of too. But what is, is what is there is a reality. Also, well, how many well, times can let's we talk say about it for a few reasons? Okay, yeah. If they stay undefeated by the time we go to Phoenix, <laughs> yeah, Liam will rock a mullet to the Mullet Arena. Okay, Shave that it is in. important. That's a big fucking deal. So that's got me excited. So like, keep it going. Also, I want us to catch and surpass the Golden Knights in the standings. Mm. So our game 17 is a four-point game. That's very important. You know what I worry about, Chalmers? In those top five winningest teams of all time, none won cups on those streaks. In that year? I didn't know that. Nobody won a cup. Columbus? This is just the, we call this the progression to the mean. We're just getting back to where we, the, the grand reset. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's the hockey gods realigning the season that should have been for the Oilers. Something was fucking with it. Now there's some intervention and I don't know what they have. Is it 18 games? Is it? Well, we know it's 16 games. How far do we go? It's like deal or no deal. Do we try to open the, the next case? And an amazing break. Like to have 16 games in a row and, <laughs> and then you get this huge break. break. Could you go on an eight game heater now? Oh, because it's like resets. Are yeah. we like starting from scratch? Which I, but I like, I like, Connor's got the Mamba mentality right now. Like the fact that he is still like in the zone focused on game 17 when it's just a chill weekend in Toronto for the all-star game. Like he fucking wants, they're it. on another level this he year. And that is not wants yeah, it. There's just not something we were they saying. Want it. What do we, we think of Nobby going back to different lines again, though? Uh, what are the lines again? So the lines are, RNH, RNH, Hyman, McDavid. Yeah, RNH, Hyman, McDavid. Yeah, but it's just remember he teamed up. We went uh, nuclear there for. But he did just. It was probably just to like. But you gotta like. I think he. I think you have to tweak it a little bit here and there to maybe keep it going. And I think you do too. Shelf life to everything. Say them all. So RNH, Hyman, McDavid. RNH, Hyman, McDavid. Documented powerhouse. Drysaddle centering McLeod and Fogle again. Holloway centering. Perry and Brown. Love it. Speed. Uh, what? Expertise. I think that's great. Brown's and, coming. He's and coming. And then Ryan coming. with Yann, Mark, and Gagne. Noah Vander Kane at practice. Yeah, where is so, he? So, okay. okay. I just, I just. Vegas? I'm just going to say this. <laughs> Super Bowl? No, he was in France. <laughs> what? I swear he was in Europe. I swear I saw him like it, taking a photo. What is going on? Flag. What is going on with him? So I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> illness or like. Kane was definitely in, in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely. He went there for this break. I guess. Cause I also well, saw 10 days flag. is a long time. That's like, fine. Yeah. Go to Europe. Like, unless you say that I saw like French consulate somewhere. Go to Europe. But why are you not at practice? But literally within the last 48 hours, I saw a post him in France and then, or then a French exit. consulate or a French consulate, but probably a building in France <laughs> could have been Paris, Paris hotel. Could, could be St. Pierre and Miquelon. That's Paris, an Texas. Island off the coast of Nova Scotia. That's true. He could have been in St. Pierre and Miquelon. Yep. It is not on the list of vacation spots. You'd expect him to go. Maybe he didn't know where he was going. I always going. want to go there just because it's neat. Exactly. It's the closest point in Europe. Yeah. But why is he not in Peaky practice? Blinders, if you've seen Peaky Blinders it's a, in the last season, it's a very important spot. Hold but. on. What? St. Pierre Michelin gets pulled into Peaky Blinders? Yes. Are they leaving booze there? Yes. It's like their kind of little hub for the States. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and some cool. shit goes down there. But 
yeah. So I'm like, I think like he's jet lagged. He's jet lagged because he's coming back from Europe, like into a far time zone. And, as well. and probably just yeah, and probably just time. He should have maybe come a day sooner. I, I guarantee you, it's something like <laughs> travel related. Peaky Blinders movie coming, hey? What? Yeah. I'm trying to think of how what what's they, his nuts like, went and met with him the the guy from Oppenheimer. Cillian uh, went and Murphy. met with the producer. Movie on inbound. I Money will make it happen. I didn't. I didn't. They made a My Girl too, and he died the first one. I didn't yeah. finish it. Peaky Blinders. It should. I'm like a season left. Yeah, me too. It's a it's an interesting season because there's a lot of shit that goes on. I mean, there's like, a it, lot of shit, that goes, lot of shit that goes on. It's, you know what I've like, learned it, about it shows? Ends kind of. Have you seen it, Bag Milk? I haven't started. It's and been it on my phone ends forever. interesting. So I guess I could see how there's a movie. Here's what I've learned about shows, Chalmers. I used to watch Walking Dead. And then you get to one season where this guy gets beamed with a bat and it ruined the show. And I kept trying to go back to it after that point and I couldn't get into it. If a show runs its course and then you don't seemingly want to go back and watch it, there's a reason. When he got into politics is when I started to go. Peaky mm, Blinders? Yeah. Yeah, we tried to get legit. That's what Pablo Escobar did. I yeah, just like no, fighting and knife fights just, and stuff, though. I was like, okay, this is too many layers now. I like gangster but stuff. Was like, but that, that, that Be a gangster. Me, the politician phase was the most stressful because it introduced that Nazi. Yeah. That's stressful. I may have missed two seasons. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, okay. Was that well, season? Well, well, but anyways, it introduced like political yeah. strife. Yes. Uh, and then that season ends on a fucking absolute banger. Yeah. See, and I didn't get, I didn't, I, I'm, I'm that one episode left. Oh, oh, I just can't get to it. You can't, wow, <laughs> dude. Well, rewatch that season of well, at least the last two episodes leading up to it. Fuck, does it end? It ends. Like, it fucking goes down. Uh, it's wild. Shout out, uh, I was gonna say, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh, I love Tom okay. Hardy. Though, I was, yeah. I'm like, didn't Tom Hardy do the fucking affliction clothing or whatever? But no, it's uh, Ed Harvey. Or That's Ed Hardy. <laughs> Ed Hardy. Ed, Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy. Uh, Ed shout Hardy. out to Ed Hardy. Yeah. And, and, Ed and Christian. And Christian Odege. Odege. Odeger. Anyways, Tom Hardy. Phenomenal character in that show. Oh, yeah. Todd Harvey would have been the former Oiler. That would be an amazing twist. Great show. Harvey, <laughs> Todd Harvey coming in saying, after I lost the cup in 06, I shat on Edmonton and left. Harvey the Hound, Flames mascot. Yeah. Only representative at the Austin. Oh, it no. all comes back. Harvey's, the worst fast food restaurant. How dare hey, you? Jesus Christ. How dare you? <laughs> People pay us money. Brands? No, they don't. <laughs> Maybe one day. Now they won't. Now, now we're fucked. <laughs> when was the last time you had a Harvey's burger? For money? Like a month ago. No, you didn't. I absolutely did. The one you on the last your own, bro. Yeah. I yeah, I know. I used to go there all the time when I was I a kid. I think the burger itself is good. It's carbo the way you like Harvey's. it. Harvey's. <laughs> I need, do they have, do they have any with a drive through? Cause all the best yeah, ones I used to know one. used to have just to go inside. Oh my God. You yeah. Gotta, West End. You, gotta, you gotta go reset your perception. The one on one nine, you gotta go in. I had my first ever McRib the other day and it was awful. Not I heard they're bad. Terrible. I don't get why people would follow it around anywhere. So I really feel like I need to try it still. Yeah. You, you still do. gotta try it. You gotta Always try gotta it. Try it. They're not, I, they're not, they don't look good. They're fake. And they just, just look disgusting. They look good it's like me. when KFC comes up with a double down when it, the, the, the meat or the, the bun is meat. two chickens, chickens. Oh, KFC has a new, it's uh, actually really good, but you need to drink. I used to like those bowls. Yeah. yeah you can't double down every day when it comes up. I love the chicken bowl. That was yeah, my go-to thing at KFC. Uh, also I'm very intrigued. They have a new Mac and cheese chicken wrap. That also looks very good. At where? KFC? KFC. Fast food game. It's, you know. The bit, the McRib is disgusting. Okay. Maybe I'll sit this one. <laughs> if I'm eating McDonald's, I want literally anything else. <laughs> Double enough. cheeseburger, like a Mac. 
Yeah, I had that with you for the first time, and it was lovely. That is the way. Anything like a Mac is probably good. Yeah. Diet Coke like a Mac. Uh, all right. So we had a great time in Toronto, and we're going to run okay. it back and have a great time in Arizona. In Shout th- out to you guys. Everyone, that was a pretty interesting. I know you're I know you're about to go through a spiel about us going to Arizona. Thank you. Brought to you by Blue Cross. Thank you very much. Alberta Blue Cross. <laughs> ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more info. Only yeah. one thing better than sharing memories. It's making new ones, which is what we're going to do. And they ensure in that and they ensure you can okay, keep going. Liam can go mullet in the mullet. Yeah. Oilers keep rolling, please. So close. What was I talking about? You we don't know. You did something about the weekend. <laughs> shout out to all the oh, people. Oh, shout out. Jeez, that was a, well, just on the whole, and this is now just business Jay talking. Like that was a pretty crazy two days. We came, we planted our content flag attached to a major sports media conference and put on a, an impressive show for two solid days. We planted our content seed, and now we will wait to see a beautiful. I sat there. on a panel. You got someone content. Yeah, pregnant, what was that you're about? You're gonna come back I, in nine months and see what the baby looks like. Yeah, who were the other the, three people well, on that panel? Sportsnet Rogers was like the big, big sponsor of this event, <laughs> and I'm sitting on a panel just evangelizing the nation, disrupting Network. Rogers. And talking about how we're disrupting. Oh, it was great. It was great. Was it? They let a they let a little tiny wolf in the hen house. Or Fox. Netflix Fox, presented at the Fox. Blockbuster Conference? Yes. <laughs> it was great. Blockbuster Con? It was great. Uh, all right. Keep it 100? That's Thursday. Oh, Monday. oh, is it? Oh, how could uh, I of Which month? Every eighth? I've done one every Thursday I've been here for the past since I said I was going to. Every Thursday you've what? Been here. Been here. Last Thursday. Uh-huh. You made one up on the fly. I did. No. Yeah. Last Thursday, we didn't do a show. We didn't even do a show. Uh, I did oh, one no, on no, Monday on of last Monday. week in lieu okay. of Thursday. Okay. okay. It, we are in lieu of a Thursday right that now. That would have been my Because God knows if you'll be here this Thursday. Why not? I don't know. You tell me. I'll be there. Will you keep I'll it 100? I'll be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, if you're looking for a spot to watch the game tomorrow as the boys go for that win at number 17, we're going to be out at Greta. Having a little watch party, pre and post game show live from the bar, intermission entertainment, going to be a really good time. Greta, fantastic pre and post spot. But as I always say, not just pre and post. The TV setup is really, really good there. You can have any seat in the bar and you have an angle on the game. It's legit. So come watch with us tomorrow, eight o'clock, Edmonton, Vegas. Apparently Edmonton fans have totally taken over the, uh, the strip as well. Uh, baseball writer I follow was like, I'm in Vegas to be on Radio Row. He's like, there are more Oilers jerseys here than there are Chiefs or 49ers jerseys. Let's go. It's what do we want? If had we known that we we're going to be on a run and game 17 was going to happen, we probably would have done a nation vacation around it. But I just don't like the idea of it being a Tuesday. So hold on. You couldn't predict a 17 game winning streak in advance. No, I asked Tyler and he said there would be no winning. Streak, I said the so. Connor McDavid era is over. So and then you went and made any, me stare out the window. Has any other NHL team ever? Gone with no losses in a whole month. Well, they have to have because there's teams that have yeah. had 16 before. But like, yeah. But could it have? What if it was over like Remember, middle of started, a month to started, a middle of a month? But ours started mid December. No, I, late December. But we did. But we did month. not lose a game in January. So what I'm saying is, I is like, oh, but you, 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 there's other teams that have done 15, 16 games. Right. Probably takes a month to do it. It was started the, in late December. I've got the answer for you, Chalmers. It was the third perfect month in NHL history. There you go. Nice. One was the Montreal Wanderers in 1873, and they <laughs> the won Ottawa two Maroons. games. Yeah, they're playing themselves. Two games in August. <laughs> yeah. They played themselves because there was a war on. 
I like teams. <laughs> Wasn't there a team back in the day called the Millionaires? Isn't yeah, that just Seattle. a Seattle Vancouver. Millionaire? Vancouver Millionaires? Seattle Millionaires. Metropolitans. The Is anybody else? Kids. He seems pretty convinced. <laughs> the survivors? Are we jacked up about Super Bowl weekend? No. Not yet. What the? F- Priorities. Tomorrow. Priority. Tomorrow's my Super Bowl. And then a, and then a Friday night game against Anaheim. Nah, 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 nah. Super Bowl week, baby. Radio Row is popping. Uh-huh. I can't wait to Row? listen. Radio Row is where all the radio shows have basically just tables all the way down them. And guys start at the beginning and they sit down and like they a go. Farmer's market of radios? Yes. They go, hi, my name is Jameis Winston and I'm here for Old Spice. And then they go, and then he comes on and he goes, I'm OJ Simpson. I'm here <laughs> for Ginsu Knives. And then he goes to you the don't next think table. The juice is in Vegas for Super Bowl, do you? Well, no. He probably is. Of course he is. is. This is where he got Super Bowl weekend was when he went and got, got his apparel back. Like, hold on. He, so you he was just in Vegas. You describe when he's arrested for shaking down an a merchandise got guy his apparel when back. juice got his apparel back when he when he when he are you a juice apologist lawfully went he did not he went to jail listen <laughs> oh one yeah you couldn't be any more wrong about the situation when somebody has your stuff in their hotel room if it's your stuff with your signature on it <laughs> my man i just think that you'd like to know chalmers that uh real oj his last tweet to x world okay is, uh tribute to apollo creed okay so he was obviously very moved by carl if weathers you're apollo creed if you're Car- if you're carl weathers are you happy about that <laughs> if you're the carl weathers family are you going thanks juice or are you going Maybe oh, this one juice. Out. Maybe, Maybe just you just retweet Adam <laughs> yeah. Sandler's post and call yeah. it a day there. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back on Thursday with another episode of uh, of this podcast where Chalmers has promised to keep it one hundred asterisk if he's in attendance. Do the math. I've done one everything. I don't like this. <laughs> this is slander. Uh, all right. That is a wrap. Big shout out to Alberta Blue Cross and DoorDash. Uh, big shout out to everyone who helped us sell out the nation vacation as well. <sighs> Can't. Wait, I can't wait. It's two weeks away. Like two weeks from today, we're in the mullet. Mm-hmm. And I've heard nothing but great things about it as well. So uh, all good things. Yeah. Um, just quickly, I'm trying to see if Betway has it up. How big of favorites do you think the Oilers are going to be tomorrow? Oh, it's not yeah, out yet. Playing Vegas, it can't be. Like, please don't do us dirty, Betway. It's like mild favor. How see? big of favorites are the 49ers? Boy, I just two, well two and a half points. Yeah. Oilers now number one on the odds chart to win the Stanley Cup. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, they were at one point as low as 16 to one, but Betway now has the Oilers and Canucks That's at one Rick and two. Yeah. Rick got him what, 16 or 18, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He doubled down. That is crazy. His cash out is probably actually pretty tempting right now. If uh, he wasn't such a believer in his boys. Speaking of Betway, do you know that I paid off? I did my totals. I paid off my money line parlays that I do on Oilers game days. Oh, you did the math on them? Yeah. So you've hit enough of those to be even? $2. Yeah. I bet money line on every game when the Oilers play. Mm. So sometimes it could be four games. Sometimes it could be 15 games. I'm in the positive no matter what happens. That's actually really impressive. That's solid. Very good. That way. All right. Okay. That is a wrap. Thanks, everybody tuned in. We'll talk to you later in the week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.